0: Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. From 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at GalaxyPress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold.
1: Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories and full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPR and discount $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order.
2: good evening everybody and welcome to the tuesday night episode of into the night i want to thank everybody for stopping in i need to say my hellos everybody hey johnny good sabelle so, so, so nice seeing you i'm glad things i hope things worked out all right hello virginia good to see you and uh i'll tell you what um sunday was a decent show I really did enjoy myself, and I did listen to a little bit of uh, Jenny's show. Uh, Johnny Freeman was a guy. hey, Cindy Simpson, how are you? Good to see you. I uh, listened to a little bit of the show, and Johnny Freeman, you did a very good job. Um, it was a good show that night, tonight, with Jenny on Chasing Prophecy. Sebastian, hey, Sebastian, good evening, Sean. Another great show. Thank you, Sebastian. I'm glad you could pop in. It's really cool. Uh, so, really, nothing has happened in the last couple of days. Um, hey, Brandon, good to see you. Amanda, I know it's Amanda <laughs> and Brandon, that, uh, husband and wife, I do believe. But um, now, um, nothing's really happened in the last couple of days. You know, uh, everything was uh, really pretty mellow in fact i'll be honest with you, i had uh, monday and today off so it was pretty cool um we are on uprn talk radio 105.3 new orleans 107.7 mississippi and this is a uprn talk radio show um, you know it's a good platform to be on we have all kinds of good hosts and have some good good shows um Let's see. I, I, I need to get into this because my guest tonight, and you know, a lot of you know him. Um, and he is like my really, really good friend. Uh he's very big into the paranormal, and I'm the only one that can call him Tony. Everybody else has to call him Anthony, okay? I'm the only one. I'm I'm i this funny. So it's a it's a, go, it's a joke going on. But uh my guest tonight is. Anthony Sabellos, uh from the Texas Wraith Hunters, and uh, he has been. He just went to New Orleans, and um, he talks about the forest in San Antonio. So, hey, Kimmy, good to see you. Hi, Nancy, good to see you. And without further ado, Anthony. Hey. My friend Tony. hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. How's buddy. it going? <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Hello, Brian. Tony. How you been, buddy? How's what's going on?
3: Doing good, doing good. Um making some new, big changes. I'm excited. Um this next year coming up, it's gonna be gonna be big. Hey Kimmy, hey Nancy. I'm
2: Johnny. Johnny's there. Okay, I see Johnny, yeah. Hey Johnny. Yeah. But uh yeah, so what are your big changes that you're having?
3: Uh the big changes one is of course that everybody knows here that I will be moving to San Antonio to be closer to my little spot over there among other spots there. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm honored to have some awesome uh, new members on my team on the Texas Race Hunters team that acquired in San Antonio. So there'll be a new group there. Uh, I do have two in Wisconsin, uh, Mr. Reggie, Mr. Greg Koss. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they're kind of an extension of the Race Hunters in Wisconsin. And um, so, yeah, I I mean, it's gonna be awesome. I'm excited.
2: That's cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So, actually, you can actually say that the forest is calling your name. You? <laughs> it calls a lot of people's names. <laughs> it's calling your name. God Almighty is it calling your name. Pretty soon, you're going to be a fixture in that forest. I hope it's so. not. but I think but so. I think uh, they got your name written over some trees and some rocks there. You know, like this is. Tony's place. No one can come in Tony's place. Yeah,
3: there's some hieroglyphics in there in the rocks.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) has the picture of the wraith, which is like really really cool. Um, so we, I, you talked about going to New Orleans. Did you make the trip?
3: Yes, we did.
2: Tell us all about New Orleans. Yeah, and what what was the trip about?
3: Actually, it was a fear fest. Um, Howard Petrie was, th- was having a fear fest, uh, festival, um, which is like, you know, a paranormal fest. He had a lot of actors there from horror shows and everything. So we went down there for that. And then of course, uh, after, after the, after the festivals, um, then of course we went to the cemeteries, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna squeeze that in somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, but that was really exciting because I have never, uh, it hey, was going on Joe. Um, we uh, I've never, I've only seen that that type of cemetery, which is everything's above ground. You know, you see the big tombs and everything, and normally that's the only place that I know of that is like that. Because I hear, you know, in Texas, we, everybody's under the ground, so it, it looks like uh, those scary movies. You know, those old yeah. old Firewolf, Dracula movies we grew up with, and I have always wanted to see that and. And yeah, I mean, it was, it lived up to what you see in the movies. Like I was saying earlier, it was spooky looking. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when did hit, we went to three of them. Um, and uh, that was, we, went, we, we got there about two in the morning. We left the room at two in the morning. It was about 20 minutes from the room. And man, did we get, we, we got uh, EVPs like crazy. Because I used the Necrophonics. And my other member, he uses sb seven. So we we use them at the same time, but but we separated us on the the cemetery, and they were actually answering our questions, like I would ask a question, and would and they were answered through the SB7. He would ask a question, and they would come in through the necroponics. So they were using both, and we weren't just getting one word, we were getting conversations. Mm-hmm. And and I mean it was it was just nonstop. I mean I have never had that much activity through through the SP7 and through the Necrophonics like like we did there.
2: Mm-hmm. Great. So that was... uh, before we go on, I, uh, I saw uh, on YouTube "Seeing Through the Veil" real quick. That's Johnny Freeman's Virginia's. Uh, that's their YouTube where they where they do readings and then they hold guests and. I have listened to a couple of their shows and they're very good. So anybody here who wants to go and, you know, go to their YouTube, see them through the veil, you will enjoy the group. Definitely enjoy it. Yeah. Um, So. Hey, hey Brandon. Sydney. Yeah. Um, Cindy Mitch, that's my friend. You know what? Honestly, buddy. Ever since I hooked up with the right people here as my friends, I've been getting a lot of people in my chat, and they're good people. So hopefully we can bring them over to you. But I want to know about New Orleans. Whenever you went to the cemeteries or even walked down in New Orleans or the city, you know, uh, Bourbon Street and stuff like that, I don't know if you ever got it, did you see any shadows? Because there's a lot of people that picks up shadows all over the place down here. Did you see any?
3: Yeah, yeah. And I just want to give a quick shout out to Sydney Reyes. She's an awesome investigator. She's my friend. She's from over there also from she's from San Marcos. which is not too far from San Antonio. Investigator with her, too. But yes, we did go to Bourbon Street because we've never been there. We had to. And that is one wild place. I thought is it- I thought I had. I thought I had seen Wild before. No, this uh-huh. thing here takes the cake. Uh, but um, it is a different place. It's got a whole different vibe. I mean, like I said, that was the first time I've been there. And um, well, at all of New Orleans, it's, it's basically haunted because of uh, of all the the Katrina when they went through there. You know, the deaths that have been, there were people that have drowned. You know, we went to one shop in there. They actually had a full skeleton, a real skeleton that washed up uh, from from the storm. Mm-hmm. And and they had it for sale. <laughs> really? Yeah. I've never seen that. Where well, you walk into a shop and there's a full skeleton there for sale. And and then we asked her, where, where where did she get it from? And she said that was from back when Katrina came to there. It washed up. So they just collected it. Nobody ever claimed it. So they just have it in there. It, it's actually a, one of the booty shops. Mm-hmm. So you have something like that in a shop, you're gonna have something around it, you know. I mean, right. that's an actual person that's not even buried, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, uh, what's going on, Greg? And hey, and that's Greg, good you, to see you, buddy. That's a great cause. That's that's one of my other members. Mm-hmm. And um, so he, uh, yeah, it was it was it was something different. I have never experienced that, and. Uh, there was some shadows. I mean, we've seen, like I said, at the cemetery, we did catch, I, I had set my camera down on one of the tombstones and uh, while I was sitting there, I was taking a break, you could see, it actually caught a black shadow come from the left and it kind of snaked down, went, across, went in front of the camera, the camera focused in and out. It, the focus went in and out because it was trying to focus on it and you could see the shadow go right in front of the, the tombstone mm-hmm So I mean that was pretty cool, uh
2: huh. And that
3: it, was just from setting the camera down because I was taking a break, you know, just set absolutely. it down and boom, <laughs> it caught it.
2: That's really cool because I know that. Uh, hopefully, hi Kimmy, uh, hi Pete, good to see you. Um, I know that when I want to go down there, I want to bring along like seven or eight different trail cameras or yeah. deer cameras and set them up all around the city, but also when you were in town on Birdman Street around in that area uh, at late, they also have vampires down there. Did you happen to run into any vampires while you were down there? I'm being honest with you. I'm asking. Yeah.
3: It, what's going on, Pete? That's another that's another member of, of mine for the race and, uh, uh Actually, we were supposed to have um, a vampire. Uh, he's he goes by the name Papa Czar. I don't know if you've heard of him. He okay. he runs Voodoo Othanica on Bourbon Street. On Bourbon Street, I think it's on Bourbon Street. Mm-hmm. And um, so, but he didn't he didn't get a chance to show up at the at the festival because we had a lot of Christian protesters. Oh, really? Yeah, and they were they kind of threw a damper on it, and and um, you know they were protesting because we had psychics there and and. And uh, of course, you know that doesn't go with the Christian faith. So we had picketers outside the 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 uh, the form, and uh, so it kind of kind of messed things up a little bit there. You know, people didn't kind of didn't want to, they kind of left real quick. So he didn't end up showing up. So I didn't get to meet the vampire. So because he is a, a practicing vampire,
2: right, right.
3: So hopefully this next year that that he does another one, we'll we'll get to meet him.
2: Well, I hope so too. Um, I, it's like I. I know the uh, the goth people up here in this area, and they're cool. I mean, I have nothing against vampires, but I want to. I, I personally want to, you know, actually sit down and have an interview with a vampire, just like that book was, and just like that yeah. movie. And to sit down, and, and and just talk to them because I have so many questions to ask, you know. And from like Joe, Joe Montaldo who owns this station, he lives in New Orleans and he tells us, um, well, he lives in Mississippi, but he does a lot of business in New Orleans down around that area. And uh, he talks about all the vampires and stuff that are happening down here, you know? And to me, it seems like uh, Johnny knows I'm cool. Um, So that's what I want to do. You know, hopefully I don't know. My goal is San Antonio, and we're going to get to that pretty soon, <laughs> you know, because it's you talk about it, and you talk about it with me off camera, and I've seen some of the pictures that you have about the forest, and um, it's just great. Um, but before we get into that, okay, what I want to do is I want to ask you, what was the best evidence that you got in New Orleans, and did you meet any other paranormal groups there?
3: Uh, Yeah, I said at the, at the festival, we were there with other podcasters and there was some other groups, there, another group there. I don't remember which one it was, um, but we did get to investigate with uh, another friend of ours, uh, Amy McKenzie, who she's also a podcaster, but she's also an investigator. She's awesome, too. And when I mean, she got her backpack on and she just she just took on like a stormtrooper, man.
2: <laughs> I mean, so,
3: you know, we got to meet people that that I've known through the podcasting. You know, mm-hmm. it just actually we actually got to meet them. But the best evidence that I think that we got, which like I said, was just the EBPs. It was one after another. I mean, clearly they, they were they were calling me by my name, by my name Anthony, and they were calling me by the race. Which oh really? There's no okay. way that the necrophonic because the one that I use, I have it on an eight-year-old phone. Uh it has no service. I have the app on it downloaded already. It has no service, it's eight years old. Has no Wi-Fi, no nothing. It just has mm-hmm. the app, so it's a dead phone. And then I use an auxiliary cord because I don't, I can use Bluetooth, but I don't want any any type of interference. So I use a cord to the speaker. And so there's no way that that the the word race would even be in there, right? You know.
2: Now the people that responded to your EVPs, right, or what you heard on your your uh, equipment. Uh, did they sound like they were from new orleans did they sound like they were because you know down there there was a big trade uh slave trader going on down around that area what what was the voices sound what what did they sound like when when, if you did get somebody from down side on your evps but there was
3: there was a couple that did sound they were um I would say somewhere maybe in their in their late twenties maybe early thirties, and
2: mm-hmm. they
3: had a different sound to their voice you know, was it French
2: like, were they French
3: no, it's just in the way they spoke. it wasn't you know um it just had a different sound a different tone to it it was two mm-hmm. two women, two women that, that 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 spoke back like that the the rest were were just like normal voices you know I did get one Spanish one. Oh, you and, did. Cool. Yeah. And and she 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 greeted me as soon as I walked in. As soon as we got off and I turned it on and started walking and asking just saying hello, you know, and because when I talk to them, I, I'm not actually asking questions in a way. I'm 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 conversating with them. So it's kind of like right. a me and you meet right now. And we're just talking, you know, we're, we're getting to know each other in a different way of not just going in. It's just say, you know, what is your name? How old are you? You know, right. when did you pass? You know, I'm not interviewing them. I'm getting to know them. And I think that right. that does, has, since I've changed that way, I've, I've been able to get way, way more responses.
2: Well, dude, look at you, man. I mean, seriously. And I truly believe that if you treat the spirits with respect and you treat them like a human being, dude, you're going to get healthy responses. Do you know yep. what I mean? And dude, you have a good soul, man. you got good energy around you, so and they know that you're sincere and they know you're for real and they know that you're not gonna hurt them. So of course they're gonna be drawn to you right.
3: And they were just talking and talking, and they were saying, here, stop here. um he's coming. I mean, you it's just one after another that I, you could, I could actually when I started doing you know the captions on just to just to put them in there. Um, it's just like like you're scrolling down here. It's just straight, just going and going and going. Um, they're they're just conversation, conversation after conversation. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, like I said, that that was that was really cool. That and the spirit that that came out, that dark spirit that I was telling you, it came out from this from the left. Yeah. I set my camera down, and then it came out to the front, and my my camera zoomed in and out because it was trying to focus on what it was seeing. And it went right across the tombstone. So you can see it, the dark coming out like this way. And then it goes right in front of the camera. The camera focused in and out. And then it went by.
2: That Sabelle was cool. Said that, Sabelle says, uh, you know, absolutely 100%. Johnny says, and it's true, never disrespect the spirit. And Virginia says that they know that you are going that you are going in with respect. Um, and Joanne Stewart, do you know this young lady? She says, hi, yes. sweet. she says, hi, sweet, sweet male species.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joey. Damn, man. I think she's talking about you, Sean. <laughs> well,
2: about me? I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. I just, you know, my hair just stood up on the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, thank you for the compliment, Joanne. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate it. If anybody has a question in the chat room here that would like to ask Tony, feel free to. You know, yep. feel free to ask them a question.
3: Um, they love asking questions when they get the opportunity too.
2: Oh, yes, they do. They they want to know all about you, man. They, <laughs> but ladies, he is taken, so you know what I mean. You can't, you know, deal with that. I mean, uh-huh. you've got somebody. Okay, Greg Carr says they called out my first name numerous times and then my last name.
3: Yeah, they did. They loved Greg, man. They were just kept saying, Greg, Greg, Greg. And I said, yes, Greg is in here. They were, it was almost like they were reading the chat, you know, because I, I was live. And so it's like they were reading, just like they're reading the chat here. And uh, because they were calling out the names of the people that were in the chat. But Greg uh, was one that they were just numerously just kept saying it. And then they finally said it, Greg Koss, just like that. Wow. Now, there's, now, that, like I said, there is no way that's going to come out from this app. You know what I mean? It's, it's, right. it's, it's not connected to nothing. And right. um, that was cool. Like I said, that was another cool moment. Mm-hmm. There was just so many. There were so many in there because it was one after another after another. Ah,
2: Sabelle has a very good question. Anthony, did you get any graveyard dirt from New Orleans?
3: I didn't think about it because... Um, um the the way to do that is you know you, to respectfully do that, you have to leave an offering. You know, and, and actually I, I believe that even when you go into a cemetery, that you leave you you leave something there at the door and then you know you go in and that's or when you're coming back out. So I, I didn't get to do that because I was too excited, I was too blown away. I was you know, I was like a little kid, I was like a little eight-year-old at the at the circus, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So I, I didn't get the dirt.
2: Uh, Sebastian Moran says, great to see you, Tony. Uh, what is your best haunted house case? Thank you.
3: My best haunted house case. So yeah. far, there has been a place here in Texas where we did use the uh, we did use the the spirit board and we communicated with four girls that were there and then the spirit the negative spirit that was holding them there um started i mean he was knocking down my cameras uh knocking stuff down in the room because it was up in the attic uh but that one was a very it was a it got personal to me because the girls there was four girls and when we started to channel went through the sport and when they started speaking through um they told us that they were dropped off there when they were little by their parents and the parents told them that they were there was a friend in them which was wasn't a friend Actually, it was a brothel.
2: Mm-hmm. I remember and, that and story. So, yeah,
3: yeah. Right. So, so that that was that was a really good. It was a hard hitting one for me.
2: Uh, Greg says, if I was there, I would have been dancing with the spirits. <laughs> That's yeah, cool.
3: there was enough of them.
2: My friend Amanda, uh, she says, "Do you travel USA or just a few areas?"
3: Uh, I mostly stay in Texas. The only other place that I do have on my bucket list, in which you know, because um, I try to keep my bucket list, I, I guess, um, um, reality. <laughs> like I would love to go to the cattle Combs in France. You know, what I mean, I would love to go to Ireland with my other friend down there, but but that's kind of shooting, kind of out there. You know, what I mean, it might mm-hmm. happen, it might not happen, but uh, I want to go to Skinwalker Ranch in
2: Utah. Ooh. Listen, we'll go in seven years when I retire because I'm getting myself a van, okay? And then I'm going to travel out west because I'm going to go to Boot Hill and all that crap. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm I'm interested in going down there. But like I told you before the show, my friend, two years, maybe not next year, but the year after, man, I am going down to San Antonio (laughs) and we are going to go to the forest. But before (laughs) we get into the forest, my friend, Okay, um, I'm going to take a little one minute and a half break so everybody can get something to drink. You know, uh, do what they have to do. Uh, People know what I'm talking about. But um, okay, so we'll be back in about a minute and a half. Okay, let's get here. We'll go this way. And no, we'll go here. Okay.
0: Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. From 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at GalaxyPress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold.
1: Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories and full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPR and discount $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order.
2: Hey, welcome back uh, to the second part of Into the Night with Sean Kelly. Just a few announcements uh, before I go on. Next Tuesday night, um, Phil Saracusa will be my guest tonight, and he's going to give us part two about the hauntings in his house. Uh, we are on UPRN Talk Radio 105.3. New Orleans 107.7 Mississippi. Um I will have a show on Christmas Eve, so whoever is not doing anything or, you know, if they want to jump on, I am going to have a show on New Year's Eve, uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, I'm not sure about New Year's Eve, but definitely I'm going to have a show on Christmas Eve. And this Sunday in, into the night, I am going to talk about, you know, Christmas carols, and the real meanings behind the carols. I mean, I know I did a show like that last year. But um, since I do, since I know how the research and stuff like that, uh, it's going to be a better show. Um, so I want to welcome back my friend Tony Sabellis or Anthony, as he likes to call. It, but I'm the only one that's allowed to say Tony. Thank you, Sabell. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, so we were just got talking about in the first half part of that show about his trip to new Orleans, but ladies and gentlemen, I need to tell you, he is like so fascinated and attempted to the forest in San Antonio. (laughs) Thank you. And I tell you what, every time he goes out there, you know, and, and he does some investigations, uh, he comes back with some wonderful stories. Now, I don't, like I said at the beginning of the show, Tony, I just don't want you to go to San Antonio in my camper in that damn forest. Because <laughs> I don't want to have to go in and snatch your ass out. You know, it's so <laughs> simple, brother. But, uh, Tony, talk about the forest.
3: Already the forest. And actually, we're going to do that. <laughs> actually, Pete and, and his mother member, Carlos, um, they went in with me this last time and we were just talking about this the other day that I want to spend the night in there. So we got, we got us, we're going to have a spot picked out there. We're going to take a little camping gear. We're going to spend the night out there.
2: Are you allowed? I mean, are you allowed to spend the night out there?
3: We're so far deep. Nobody going to find us anyways.
2: <laughs> oh, Pete so, says,
3: yep, we are going camping. Yep. So that's, that's going to be something because when, I mean, I I'm, I'm 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 like I said I'm honored to have him on my team also because he's been doing this for 16 years. So he's a seasoned mm-hmm. investigator and now he finally started to see actually see with his own eyes and experience what I've been talking about. You know okay. from the past that will that will that will appear and and show you the, the the houses that are in there that you can see um, appear also. So you know at, at certain at certain times in there so um, yeah, it's, it's okay. like that. This last time that we we went, which was what what two and a half weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, it hadn't been that long. Um, we went. He got to go in there with me, and uh, it was raining. It was raining. It was raining pretty good. So we did. I was I was live when I was doing that. So it kind of added to the atmosphere because it was dark and you know it's already spooky, and then with the rain and everything. But we did at that time also capture an apparition, walk right in front of the camera. And uh, it's on the live. And um, we were, we were, it's good. We keep hearing, I keep hearing some noises towards the tree about 30 feet in front of us. And then I saw two eyes on the ground. He's seen them, but then he's seen the eyes raise up like kind of real high. So we knew then it wasn't an animal if it's going to go up that high, you know? And then, so we were sitting there kind of just watching this, this, straight. We, I didn't catch it with my eyes, but the camera caught it. And mm-hmm. then when we got back, I was actually showing it on another podcast, uh, on my other member's podcast. And that's the first time that I had seen the live. And we actually all saw it for the first time on the live. You could see right behind the tree, you could see a white apparition just walk across.
2: Hi, Amanda. Good to see you, Amanda Alreda. Thank you for coming on the show. I mean, that's great. And Sydney Reyes wants to know why she was not invited. She's
3: always invited. I'm, you're always invited. You know that. I Already. think she
2: wants to hear the invitation yeah, from you.
3: Ready, next time I go down there, which is going to be here pretty soon again. Um,
2: so get ready. So when are you going back down to the forest?
3: Uh, it'll probably be here um, probably in a few months, maybe maybe three months.
2: Okay. It's depending so, on the,
3: depending on the weather because the 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 winter time and summertime it affects things in there.
2: Okay. Now, uh, can you just share a little backstory about the forest? Not a lot, but because I know there's some people in the chat room that don't know really about the forest that you're talking about. Okay. What's the name of the forest?
3: The, I just call it a haunted forest. It has an urban legend. It's it's a bridge that's there. It's got a, a part of the San Antonio River that goes under the bridge into the forest. And the urban legend about it is, you know, it's actually called the Donkey Lady Bridge. Uh, I've never investigated at the bridge. I've always gone into the forest, even from the first time that we went. Uh, but that place is so different. It is that's why I wanted to go to Skinwalker Ranch because if anybody knows about Skinwalker Ranch, and the years that they've been stu- scientists have been studying that place with portals and uh, cryptids, UFOs, everything you can think about is in that place. Well, that place, this forest is just like that. This forest has fairies. Now I'm starting to believe that there's a there is a Bigfoot in there. Um, I was on a show with another friend of mine, Joe, that he he does uh, Bigfoot investigations, and everything that he was describing is what goes on in that place. Uh, you have the big blue orbs. Like we, we start considering that with the with the UFO side of it. Um, you have uh, vortexes, gateways, as I call them. You lose track of time. It's 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 like everything you can think of paranormal is in that place, mm-hmm. and it's also connected to the indigenous people. That's really where it comes from, uh, dating back ten thousand years. Because so they were building a dam there, and they dug it up. They found artifacts. Uh, back in 1981, and I finally found that same area after 40-something years that they've covered up. I found that it's in the forest. I found it this time here when I got back uh, of where that place is at. So I believe that that's kind of the main source, where they broke the ground. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, so when I go back this time, we're going to go to those sites that are there.
2: Okay. How about, is there um, Indian burial grounds? And what was the indigenous people that hung around there?
3: It was the Payaya. One of it's 10 groups. It was 10 tribes. And what's neat about this, because the last time that I went, I asked, through, I asked through the spirit box, how many tribes are here? And they said 10. Uh, when we got back, we uh, Kami, actually, one of my friends there, she did the research on it, and she found it where it, it names all 10 g- groups. So, you know, the, what they told me through the spirit box was correct. Uh, and the papaya tribe is one of them. And uh, so when they were digging the ground there, you know, they were digging with the back holes and everything to build the Apple White Dam in San Antonio. Uh, they found the artifacts. Uh, they found arrowheads and pottery, you know, everything. And they dat- dated them back 10,000 years. So going 10,000 years forward, how many generations is that? They were on that land. Where mm-hmm. did they bury them? They're buried there, and then ten thousand years later, they come and make make a bike trail through there, right through the so, smack in the
2: middle of the forest. Interesting. But Sabell says, uh, when my daughter was six, she saw a huge blue orb in our kitchen traveling to the dining room. Interesting. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Sabell. Really. And uh, Carol Garcia says hello sean and anthony
3: what's um, up carol carol knows a lot about it too does she really yeah she's been following that and see that's where people i've heard this argument this argument one of the biggest arguments other than this right here is is the uh orbs there is no such thing as orbs who well, said
2: that who said that well i've heard is that, that you is that you me do you believe in orbs Yeah,
3: that's what I'm saying is that that's one of the big arguments other than this one is that there is no orbs. Well, and that's what I always say is, well, you've never been to this place. And give me a date. I know what time we're going in because there's a specific time. There's patterns to this place. I've been doing this for almost three years now. I've been there 15 times, Uh, you know, so I, I, I understand the land now. I understand the patterns Give me a date and I'll meet you there, and you'll and I'll show you what you're never seen before.
2: Uh, Sabelle says that you are a very you're very interesting.
3: <laughs> well, thank you.
2: <laughs> and uh, Johnny's a little said, weird. Uh, hold on one second. Johnny said that a lot of this has been handed down in teaching in Native history. You know, um, that's possible. More than likely. Yeah. Um, when you went to get your information about, is it the papaya tribe? Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Did you go to a library or something? No. Or how did uh, you get your information?
3: We have the power of Google. Okay. okay. So um, I started to, when I started to research the land, that's how I found out that they were digging the dam back in 1981. They found all that. They, they actually got schematics, old survey maps in there. And that's how I found now the uh, the two locations of where they were digging, you know. So that's the place that I want to go to now. Uh, and then it starts to name the tribes that are in San Antonio way before the settlers, right before the Spanish and the Europeans started invading and, and killing everybody. And that's the mm-hmm. story, actually, what they've told me so far, the, the, because I've communicated with the indigenous people that are there, and they've actually started to tell me the story of what happened at that place. You know, right. they were they were they were um they were taken out, you know, the, the when the, when they started to invade Texas or what, what before it was Texas, you know. Mm-hmm. Um of course, you know, what they did to the indigenous people. And uh so the uh, let's say I have to I have to go. Or okay, Greg.
2: That's good. All right, Greg, thank you. Have a good show tonight, Greg. Thank you for coming on.
3: So, yeah, the papaya people, which they're still, because those are the ones also, they also went into the missions that are down there and seek refuge from the priests, you mm-hmm. know, at the time. But there's still a small band of, of true papaya tribes in San Antonio. So right. this next time that I go back, um, unless i already there and moved there, I I have, I have found uh, two two historians there that are, that are part of the tribe. So I'm going to connect with them and start to get the story of what, of their people they're there, because I believe that my ancestors, What well, I know that my ancestors have come from there. Okay. Because, because I remember that my grandmother uh, would tell me stories about her mother, which is my great grandmother, that she would say that um, that that they were from that part of the, of San Antonio down south. So mm-hmm. that means the tribe, one of her tribes, is is one of those tribes that was there. And I think that's the reason why I have such a connection with it. And it allows me to go in there because not everybody can go in there. Right. There's very, very, very few that can go in there. And really just been hardly zero to none other than myself or who goes with me. Right. And and because I have that bloodline connection with it. And I think that's why they're sharing that. And that just oh yeah absolutely dude and all this yeah. just came from just a whim we weren't even planning to go investigate the first time we went there we just went there on a whim we were doing mm-hmm. sh- my son is a music artist we were doing a show in san antonio we got out late and then we said hey let's just go somewhere and i just looked it up and went there and that very first time that we went that was a
2: doozy from that That's, point on. you know i think that would be pretty cool knowing that you actually have ancestors in that forest dude
3: yep yeah. It is, that,
2: and I, I bet you. No wonder you're the. You know you're always safe when you go in there. I know if I was in your position, because my family root back into Ireland, okay. And if I know that, um, if I went into a castle down the Rhine, we're our my family's from Galway, okay, and uh, County Cork and County Mayo. And uh, if I ever went into a haunted castle, I know my people would be there protecting me, too. So think about it. Um, all the other people that actually went into that forest, okay, and got screwed up. But you, my friend, have family there, and they probably protected you and your group.
3: Yeah, to a certain extent. Some of my group, uh, I lost. My okay. original My original group that we went in. And okay. um Okay, uh, I, Okay. now i got to rephrase that because everybody knows that story. No, I didn't lose them in a portal. <laughs> 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 they, they, It got to them because that place will get in your head. It will break you down. Um, oh, look,
2: you're moving down there. Look what it did to you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, it's because there's so much there. It's not just there. Now that I find that there's tunnels that are leading from from caves that are a little bit outside of the city and some in the city that go underneath the forest and underneath San Antonio. Okay. And that people have not even gone in there yet, and I think there's connections to all that. Everything's connected in there, so okay. that's another play. That's another uh, piece of the puzzle now. This three-year ongoing
2: mm-hmm. love
3: affair with this place. <laughs> I guess, you know, that we'll be going into the caves under the ground.
2: Um, George. George says has a question. He said to me, he says. Please tell me what Sean Kelly's known for. Um, hey, what's up, George? I, um, first of all, George, I'm a very good friend of Tony's. Second of all, and I'm the only one who's allowed to call him Tony, but second <laughs> of all, I formed the Pittsburgh Paranormal Society back in 2006. Um, I am a retired paranormal uh, researcher, and uh, right now I do podcasts on Into the Night with me and um that's about it you know that that's who I am now um some people have asked me if I could do a show all about me but you know when I talk about myself I don't I'm uh tenacious yeah but one day I'm gonna have a show about me because I hate talking about me because I feel like that I'm being egotistical if you know in the meantime but um so we got a what do you got about where are we at 40 okay about 10 more minutes brother um so you were telling me beforehand that you're you have uh yes it is johnny real hard and ladies and gentlemen i might pull cards tonight i don't know i'm not sure maybe i'll, I'll just pull one card for the evening. Um, you know, I'll you know. In fact, I came up with the idea instead of pulling cards on Tuesday night, I will definitely pull them on Sunday nights. Um, so, talk about your your business that you got going on. With um, does your wife run it with you?
3: Oh, yes, she's known as the Wraith Queen. <laughs>
2: the Wraith Queen.
3: Yes, and uh, we have a a Wraith World, which my podcast is Wraith World. One of them in my second podcast is Race Worlds Oracle of Darkness, where we I talk more about the dark magic, where you know people consider dark witchcraft and all that, um, the stuff that you don't hear about. And uh, but also we also have Race Worlds from the Dust Crystals and Minerals, which is our crystal store, and uh, we just got another big batch yesterday of boxes full of them. So that's uh, that's one. That's that's the other business that we have. Aside from the um my Texas race hunters.
2: Uh Sabelle said could you please invite her to it? Your, your your podcast, right, Sabelle? I wanna think yeah, I think that's what she's talking about. I'm not sure. Um but when you mean what I mean, what what do you consider yes, going going to uh your podcast there, Tony. But uh, when you talk about minerals, sir, what do you, what kind of minerals do you sell?
3: Um, it's like this, like these right here. This is a dragon's tooth. This is an amethyst dragon's tooth, which is called. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's is a crystal, and then like that one right there. This is a labradite. Okay, that's, that's got a lot of so. It's, and then also to, there's something like these, but the, of course you know your bracelets, right? Yeah, these are mine. So these are, and then, uh um, you can your, your 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 spheres. And I think you're gonna like this one though. This so it's it's
2: it's everything. That's mine, right? That's the one that I've been waiting for. That you haven't that's, nailed me yet, dude.
3: <laughs> that's a that's an obsidian skull with a dragon on top of it.
2: Oh, I don't want the dragon. I want the bird. Yeah, I remember the, the crow, right? I think it's the, the crow, crow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, while you're looking for it, Sabelle says that you need to study about light and dark so there is a balance. You know what I mean, buddy? Uh,
3: what does she say? Where is it at? You need to uh, study sorry. light and dark. So, okay. Uh, a little bit about myself real quick. I see. I work with light and dark. So um, I'm in the middle. So when you're what? talking about, I think somebody mentioned about the graveyard dirt. Uh I think it was Sabelle, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah, the the dirt. Yes, and I saw somebody ask that question. Yes, you can use you use the dirt for spells. That's why you take the graveyard dirt dirt.
2: My brother collected uh, graveyard dirt. You know, I don't know what he did with it, but he he would collect it too. Um I'm not in the I, I don't collect graveyard dirt. I don't see to me a graveyard, a cemetery is a very sacred place do you know what i mean right and it's like me going to your house tony and saying well i'm gonna steal this you know steal this stuff off of you because if you look at it cemeteries and graves are their homes you know what i mean and i would have i would have to ask permission to do it you know what i mean
3: and and that's what makes it so powerful because it's sacred and you're taking you're you're taking sacred ground like that And that's what, what, when you turn that into into your spell work, that's what makes it even more powerful.
1: Here's
3: a a dragon, gold dragon. Sweet.
2: Sweet. (laughs) Just showing off. I got got all kinds of stuff around me. So you're going to have to uh, have a show. Just bring your wife on and do stones, man.
3: We did. We just did one not too long ago.
2: Well, thank you for not telling me that, buddy. I would have been there. It, know, it was, I thought you were my friend. I me? posted it. We posted oh, it. Jeez, Yeah, right. No, you got to do another one. Maybe I'll bring your wife yeah. on my show. What do you think, everybody in the chat room? <laughs> i bring wife on, and she can talk about crystals and stones and stuff like that. that She's got yeah. a bunch. She's got a bunch. Yeah. But, uh, no, no. Um, I'd like to ask you this question, and then we'll be closing up here pretty soon, OK? What is your opinion on shadow people?
3: On shadow people, they are real. Um, I've seen them all the time, especially in the forest. And that's not a, that's not only at night. You can see them during the daytime. Um, okay. I have many videos where you can see them behind us, you know, okay. looking behind the trees, um, even capture some more. Um, on this last life that we did. Uh, So there, there's some on this, on this time here, there's some stuff that's peeking out of the trees that, um, that looks, I don't know what kind of creature that was. It kind of looked like a smiley face with teeth. Okay. And, and that one looked really creepy. I haven't, because I know Mm -hmm. there's different things in there, but that one to know that we were, me and Pete were in the middle of this, by ourselves at night, like that, you know, uh, surrounded by these things that everybody was seeing on in, in the live, and they were, they were mm-hmm. screenshotting it, uh, so there was another one, there was a man that had like a big hat, a big black hat with a long black coat standing next to the tree, uh, so there was different ones, you know what I mean, But uh, but they are definitely real and I right. think, but also too the apparition that we saw was a white mist. You could see it walking and it was walking mm-hmm. behind the trees in front of us with so the camera caught. Uh, right. so I had a white and I was just thinking about the other day but It's because why is that with white and these are black?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: see, so is there something you know, um, and other-
2: that's what we're in the business for to figure <laughs> out what all this stuff is about, man, right. but you know the crazy thing I look at it like, is that you know we see things, we study it, we figure out what it is, and then all of a sudden something pops up different, and it's like, oh hell, I gotta do all this research again. But you know, um, Carol Garcia said, Anthony, I just finished going through my screenshots and we were re- we really need to talk. Okay. Yeah. I just want you to know.
3: She was capturing oh, a lot of it.
2: Sweetness, sweet. But uh, we're getting pretty close to the end, my friend. I wanna thank you for coming on goes by okay. so quick. I know. It's only an hour, brother. And uh, I, I'm getting kind of used to it myself. You know what I mean? But um, I want to thank you for coming on. Um, and everybody out there in the chat rooms, uh, everybody that knows Anthony that came into the room tonight, I truly appreciate that you yes, did. Yes, yes, they're awesome. I really do, man. You, you know, you can always, like, go to the Pittsburgh Paranormal Society. Um Yeah. You know, Facebook page. I'll get Anthony to send you all over so you can, you know, be in contact with mine. Uh, Sabelle says, Yes, Anthony, you're amazing. Please contact me. Yes,
3: I'll send you a friend request, Sabelle. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Sabelle. I appreciate it. That way you can watch the the lives that are on my podcast, I mean, on my page from the words from way back, also. Yes. There's a ton of them on there.
2: Everybody. You know, and like I say, I'm, I'm gonna pull one card tonight, and it is the coyote. Okay, so we'll see about the coyote. Uh, great to see you, Sean and Anthony by Scene Through the Veil. Sebastian says, Thank you, Sean and Tony. Uh, George says, You're only on Facebook. Um, I'll, I'll talk to Tony and I'll tell him where you can find me at there, George uh Sebastian thank you thank you Sabelle thank you Carol
3: uh
2: it was a wonderful show. it was a freaking great show man I really truly appreciate (laughs) it thank you
3: everyone okay uh, everybody just
2: remember um you know this is the holiday season and you know there's a lot of people that are very depressed and stuff like that so you know give them a hug or something like that you know and be there with them and children please Go to your parents, give them a hug, and tell them that you love them. And parents, please go to your children and tell them that you love them because those three words, I love you, go a long, long way. And if you don't have children or you don't have no uh, parents, you know, find a friend and give them a hug and tell them that you love them. So don't remember, Sunday night, this Sunday coming up, we're going to talk about the original meetings behind some Christmas carols. And next uh, Tuesday, please, I'm going to advertise this all week. Phil Siracusa in, in the second part of his house. And on that note, everybody, Tony, thank you for coming on. Everybody, thank you coming in the chat room and commenting. And on that note, we are going yes. home.
3: Thank Happy you. Hunting. Thank you, everyone.